Hey, hey, what's up? Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Whoop, whoop. Those eye Very emojis. Excited. The eye emojis. Now, look, there are plenty of reasons to tweet eye emojis or, or text eye emojis. 13 to 7 to LZ's point is not one of them. However, LZ, Sir. I believe you hit the nail on the head before the show. Does it count that the game was actually close now in the end? Well, not Greg's text. However, um, either he is a Miss Cleo in sheep's clothing or he just got real lucky because I kept the game on and I was just kind of walking around cleaning the house or whatever. And then it got interesting. And I have Greg to thank because I probably would have never turned it on if he hadn't incorrectly used the eyeball emoji. Call me now. Call me now. See? Call me now for a good football game. (laughs) Yeah, call I me now like to watch Cam you, Newton struggle to beat the Jets that hadn't won a game all season. You should do, Greg. You should do those. Um, we should do like a fake, like uh, handicapper commercial with you, and you can just do like your own version with Ms., like a Miss Cleo. God, you're breathing heavily. What is going on there? Did you just run a marathon or what? Uh, no, I'm sitting at my desk like I'm always am. Nothing. Do you hear different. the breathing too, Elsie? I do hear the breathing, but I was trying to ignore it because I'm watching your special on ESPN. George, on My the draft special? prospects. Oh. Did you participate in the draft prospect special? Uh, not Mike Schmitz's. No, 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 no. I was at the uh, pro day. We did a feature for Sports Center. Oh, so I should turn this off? You can turn it off. Oh, you can leave it on. I like Mike Schmitz. He's an LA guy, too. Yeah, I guess. I was waiting yeah. to see you so I can tease you for what you were wearing, even though I don't right. know what you were wearing. I mean, I may be on in the background somewhere, but this isn't my thing. My thing is a Sports Center jump thing. Yeah. I can't believe the draft is coming up so quickly. It's next week. It is literally uh, eight days from now. Did you get your paperwork in? I did. I did. I, I don't feel like I'm going to get drafted. I may get uh, you know one of the calls as an undrafted free agent, but you never know. Uh, but did anyone else hear Bergman breathing to start there, like the heavy breathing? Laura, did you hear the heavy breathing? I did. Yeah. Even George, yeah. did you hear him? He's like, yes. Bergman. I don't know, man. I, maybe the microphone was too close to my face. I moved it away. Is this better? Is that I better mean, for you, George? Do you suffer from sleep apnea, too? I, I didn't sleep very well last night, actually, so maybe that's why. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get you a Jets, CPAP or something. Yeah, yeah. No, the Jets oh, game got me going. No, I don't, I don't have problems breathing. You ever yeah, dated you... someone who had one of those things to sleep a with? A CPAP mm-hmm. machine? Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. It ain't sexy, man. It ain't <laughs> sexy. Well, you mean, what do you I, say? That a machine stuck to somebody's face while you're sitting lying next to them? Is it sexy? How dare you? I, I give old dude credit. He definitely waited until I was asleep, but I have to use the bathroom because we were drinking all night. So right. I get up and I'm like, what the hell's eating your face, dog? You what thought you were sleeping with Darth Vader all of a sudden. Dude, yeah. I was like, oh, you're going to do this behind my back? Yeah, we can't have a relationship. I can't even trust you. <laughs> you tell me we're a damn android. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All of a sudden, you you were hooking up with Darth Vader. You never knew. Um, so anyway, speaking of not knowing, LZ, the Ringers Sir. Kevin O'Connor is reporting something I didn't know. Um, so there had been a lot of talk out there and scuttlebutt about Russell Westbrook potentially being on the move. And then the name that kept coming up was the Knicks, right? And I'm like, all right, whatever. So Kevin O'Connor mentions the Knicks, but he also mentioned, ready? Dun, ready. dun, dun! the Clippers as an option for Russell Westbrook. (sighs) That's just not what they need. It's just is not what they need. (laughs) It just is not what they need. But go ahead. 
go for it. But it's just, it's not what they need. You know, like they need a traditional point guard, a traditional point guard who can recognize when the game's pace is either too slow or too fast and will correct it for the benefit of his team. That is not the way that Westbrook plays. That's not his strong suit. And while I think Westbrook is a hell of a player and quite possibly the greatest athlete pound for pound this game has ever seen, you know, I know that's a debatable conversation, but, you know, I triple dog dare you to find someone with that combination of strength and quickness and leaping ability and just dexterity and everything else that he has at his position. But upstairs, he just doesn't play the way that the Clippers would need in order to get to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I, I feel like they need someone who's more of an organizer. Yes. And less less of a of a scorer. You know what I mean? Like I feel like Paul George and Kawhi, that's not the issue with them, you know? And yeah, Russ certainly has averaged more assists over his career, but I don't think of Russ as an organizer, even though he has averaged a lot of assists in his career. Man, we know what those assists are. There's all kinds of assists. Right. His assists are not the kind of assists that a championship team needs. Mm-hmm. You know, he he makes a lot, a lot of jump passes. Mm-hmm. A lot of jump passes. Mm-hmm. He makes passes where guys aren't necessarily in positions to be successful. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the shot goes in and sometimes it doesn't. Um, he just isn't. He's he's always been better suited to be more of a C.J. McCollum sort of two guard mm-hmm. than a point guard. Mm-hmm. But, you know, every coach he's had is either unwilling or doesn't see the same things that I see, but they keep getting the same result. So I don't I don't know. I would make him the two if he were to be a clipper, but what they need to trade all the assets for is a point guard, not another two guard. Yeah, like a real point guard. Like like when Kendrick Perkins was on with us the other day, he talked about Rondo going there and yep. that made sense, right? Because yep. he's an organizer. Like I don't see like granted Russ is another star, but I I don't, oh God, I am so conflicted with this just because I don't know if it makes sense for them, for the Clippers, that is. Um, although I was thinking back to you and I having the discussion, like you do feel that Paul George is better suited as a three, you know, as far as the pecking order, right? He is, but it's about what they need to trade in order to get Westbrook and will that allow them to still have flexibility to get the actual point guard that they need. That's where I'm coming from. Right. Now, so, you're telling me. So you, here's what you, they would need. Here's what yes. they would need to do. Um, they would need to trade, in theory, now it's just a fake trade we're making up here, Patrick Beverly's $13-plus million, uh, Lou Will's $8 million, and some sort of Montrez Harrell sign-and-trade. That should get them to 80% of what Russ is making. Um, I, from Houston's perspective, I kind of like that because Houston thinks, or Houston's big issue, I think, is depth or lack thereof, Right. Um, where it feels like the Clippers could use some house cleaning and have some duplication or have some guys that just may not fit with their particular stars. Um, so I, I, I think it makes some sense. I, I would probably guess that a third team would be involved. But let's just say for argument's sake, it is Russ, Paul, George, and Kawhi. How does that change your outlook on the Clippers? If it's Russ, Paul, George, and Kawhi. I think they have a legitimate shot on making the Western Conference final. Okay. You know, 
we still need to see how the rest of free agency shakes out. Mm-hmm. But they certainly have, with those three, a, a pretty good chance of making the conference finals. I don't think that that is going to get them over the Lakers hump um, as the Lakers are currently constructed. Mm-hmm. But I do think that, you know, the Denver Nuggets don't come back from down 3-1 with that lineup. Right. Um, Greg, what do you think? What do you, what do you think of that, uh, of, of a deal like that? Uh, it just doesn't, I, I don't see what it does for either team, really. I mean, even Houston, it's just, that doesn't help them in any situation. I don't, I, it just seems like a bad fit all around, doesn't it? Well, Houston needs to do a couple things. One, they need to move Russ. Correct. Honestly, they, they probably need to move Harden too, but for the sake of this conversation, right. they need to move Russ, Right. Number two, to George's point, they need depth and they need some size. Right. You know, that small ball garbage that we just ran all over and they barely beat OKC with, that's not going to win you a chip. And I think that's pretty apparent now. So they need size. Not, they don't need to go back and get Clint Capella back, which I don't think they can anyway. But they need someone like that. A guy who can move around the perimeter, has good height, can be a rim protector and get them some rebounds. Yeah, I, Greg, I was waiting for you because you had addressed LZ. So, um, oh no, I thought I lost the signal again. Yeah, no, no, no. I know it's fine. Um, yeah, listen, I, I, I think it. I like it. I don't know how much I like it for the Clippers. I know I like it for Houston. If that, if it's those three guys, I just don't see what those guys do for the for the, even for Houston. I mean, I know you get a little bit of. Well, they height. need depth. I mean, Greg, they, they don't have anybody. Like, I mean, literally, I literally, depth, their team that's... last year was Russell Westbrook, James Harden. Um, PJ Tucker, PJ Tucker, Tucker, and Eric Gordon, and Robert Covington. Like that was it. Beyond that, it was not good. I mean, how much more of an upgrade is Montrez Harrell over Robert Covington? Robert Covington still gonna be on the roster, though. Right, I know, but like that, these are still your two. But now all of a sudden, you've gone from a team that has five guys and maybe Austin Rivers that you can depend on to a team that legitimately can have, if if Austin's back, let's just say, have nine guys in a rotation. They don't have Mike D'Antoni anymore, so they're not running a seven-man rotation out there. No, and that'll be better, but there's still, I mean, I just don't see the height Listen, situation still getting better. To, to your point, um, Greg, Houston has been spinning their wheels for a second. For a second. Um, and I think because they believe that James Harden is the kind of player that can lead them to a championship. And as no matter how many times James Harden shows you that isn't the case, he will not lead you to a championship. They continue to find ways to try to fashion their teams around him. What I would do if I were, you know, Paul Silas Jr. and that organization with a new owner is that I would blow it up. You can get so much for those players and just take your time and start over because you're not beating the Lakers until LeBron retires anyway. You're probably not going to beat the Golden State Warriors you know, until, you know, Steph finally says goodbye. Anyway, why not just take your time and try to compete with Zion and the New Orleans Pelicans oh, down the see, road? I, I don't think they can do that, LZ. And I'll tell you why on the other side. We'll do that uh, in a second. Plus, Mookie Betts buys a new house in Encino from someone who already is part of a team here in L.A., someone who might be on their way out. Find out who that someone is in two minutes.
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sedan and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Don't forget your chance to win the virtual key for our 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport, courtesy of our friends at Culver City Mazda, our pal Sal uh, Gonzalez, hooking you up, and your friends here at 710 ESPN hooking you up. Listen into the 5 o'clock hour. If you're not listening in the 5 o'clock hour, you can't win your chance to win that car. All right? Like, who the hell's giving you a car around here other than us at this station? Nobody. That's Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. And a thousand in the in the glove box, you know. In singles, so it was in by, singles. Yes, yeah, yeah. swing by, you know, some place, the laundromat, perhaps, and wash your clothes for a year. Yeah, socially distant um, gentlemen's club, maybe. You know, I didn't want to go there because I just figured, you know, that goes without saying. Right. But yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Social um, distance ladies' club. You know. Now I don't know if Mookie Betts paid for his new house in singles. That would be a lot of singles. Uh, so Mookie Betts bought a new house in Encino. That's nice. Yeah. Do you know you bought it from LZ? Michelle Beadle. No, no. That was a good guess, though. Um, but he bought it from someone we were talking about yesterday who, let's just say, wasn't doing the job that he was paid to do here in Southern California for his team. Oh, for his team. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Clay Helton. No, not Clay Helton, but you're, you're warm. Ah. Uh. Oh, man. It's too early to pull the plug on Madden. I'm going to go with, uh, is it Mr. Kelly? It is Chip Kelly. What? So Mookie, Do I win a car? Mookie, no, you don't win a car. Mookie, oh. Betts, Mookie Betts won. Mookie Betts bought his new house from Chip Kelly. Now, do you believe that there is something? To, is that something, nothing, or everything with Chip Kelly? I think it is everything. With Chip Kelly. You think he's done. You think he knows he's done. He, he's either done or he wants to be done. So right. either he knows he's going to be fired or he wants to leave. What I, do don't th- think, I don't think he decided now was a good time to think about real estate development. Uh, Greg, what do you think? You're the UCLA guy. I felt like that was an interesting coincidence there. I really, really hope it means everything that you guys are saying. If it means he's on the way out, I will be ecstatic. Yeah. Did so, someone did yeah. someone tell Martin Jarman that uh, Chip was selling his house in Encino? I don't know if he knew that, but uh, can we get maybe, him on and ask him about maybe, that? Maybe he's the one that gave him the real estate agent. Maybe. Maybe he told Mookie, "Hey, Mook, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got a house for you if you want. <laughs> Just uh, giving you a little heads up. This one hasn't hit the market yet. It's not on the MLS." You may need to get some, burn some sage and, and perform an exorcism to make sure all the losing gets evaporated. That is out true of it. too. I don't know if I want uh, Chip Kelly uh, and his his uh, you know losing stench around Mookie Betts at this point. I don't know if that's actually something. Has he I won ten do. games yet for UCLA, Greg? No, not I yet. think he's at eight. Right, total, he hasn't won. Yeah, 10 games. eight in yeah. three years. Yeah, no, no, he had three eight the first games year, in three years. Five, yeah, five last year. Yeah, yeah, he's no. That's good. like Floyd Mayweather boxing. You know, one fight a year or something like that. Every couple of years. What do you mean eight wins in three seasons? Are yeah, you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. What are you guys doing, Greg? I mean, 
I, it's not me. I don't know what else to tell you. Now, there's a little bit of something more that's interesting to it, though, and tell me if this is something or nothing. I'll what? let you on Ireland. Just a few doors down from this house is the home of Tristan Thompson. Ooh. You thinking Mookie's trying to get in with the Kardashians? Maybe. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't put that in the air. Oh, Laura. Laura just screamed. <laughs> Laura, comes in. Laura no! what? What happened, Laura? No, I didn't, Curse. I said, no. Yeah. Can we not, please? No, no, no. We don't That's need That's the that. best way to keep up with them, being that close. No. It is. That's a good way to keep up with them. The farthest I can have him from anything Kardashian, the better. They ruin. Well, I don't, don't want to go yeah. all that far. But no. Stay away, please. Yeah. Stay do they away. do baseball? I think he's a guy. <laughs> so, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, know, I know he's a guy, but I mean, typically their space tends to be the NBA and I think maybe Not a sprinkler. Not the NFL, NFL, Reggie Bush. Remember? Yeah, I was going to say a sprinkler of NFL, but yeah. I don't think baseball has been, you know, yeah. their thing. Yeah, it has been mostly an NBA thing. Maybe they want to branch out. By the way, we gave Chip Kelly one extra win at UCLA. He only has seven wins. Good God. Oh, he only had four last year? Jeez, that's even yeah. worse. Three and nine, four and eight, yes. Oh, so the, the, he's training up. Yes. So this year, maybe five and seven. <laughs> I just can't There's believe. There's only you know seven what? games. Oh, I need to right. apologize to Chip Kelly because I was so willing to fire him for, or not Chip Kelly, but Clay Helson because I was so willing for him to be fired to get Chip Kelly instead. Mm-hmm. Now I just want him just fired just because, but not for Chip Kelly. Yeah, so anyway, there there is that. Uh, so Chip Kelly may be on the way out. We don't know. We're just assuming. Uh, next, we have um, the Dodgers. John Heyman. We have audio of this, Greg? John Heyman of the MLB Network? Yep, sure do, and Laura has it. Okay, Laura, we I know we have audio. So basically, he's John Heyman, who's been covering Major League Baseball forever, MLB Network and whatever, and he's talked about the Dodgers kind of shopping potentially for some big names. Let's hear what John Heyman had to say. You know, more likely it's going to be one of the New York teams or, you know, look at L.A. Uh, they could move Seager to third base. I think that's a long shot probably at this point. They had tried for him, Lindor, in the past. I do think they'll try to keep Justin Turner, who's a free agent. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's been fantastic for them. Obviously had a blip on the uh, resume with the uh, finishing of the World Series and coming out there with the COVID at this point, I think he's going to be traded. And the fact he has a no trade uh, just gives him power. It doesn't mean he's not going to be traded uh, because at this point, I think he'd, he wouldn't mind being traded. So, uh, I, you know, I, I, we probably have to look at the Dodgers, right? I mean, that's the place he probably wants to go. He is from Orange County there. Um, and also the Angels, which is in Orange County, even though they say that the Angels of L.A. or whatever they say, Los Angeles Angels. Uh, so the last part there, he was talking about Nolan Arenado of the Colorado okay. Rockies. I was um, like, Lindor's not from Orange no, County. No, no, no. We probably should have. We probably should not have piggybacked those those pieces of audio. I was like, wait, hold up. It, but, um, yeah. So the first part, he's talking about Francisco Lindor, um, and, and I don't think the Dodgers need Francisco Lindor anymore, though. You know what I mean? Like Seager's, to his point, they're not going to move him to third base, right? Um, you know, if they're going to bring back Justin Turner, then then there's no need for Arenado either. Although I would much rather have Nolan Arenado than Justin Turner. But what are you willing to give up to get Nolan Arenado? You know, that that to me is the question. I, I need to be hearing about pitching. 
I really feel as if from a bat's perspective. So you want like Trevor Bauer? Position, yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I want arms. I don't want any more costly bats. Now, if you want to come on the cheap, we can talk. But if you're if you're looking for a big payday, we got plenty of guys we gotta pay. We gotta pay Seeger. We gotta pay Cody. We gotta pay our pitchers that we have, like Bueller. Yeah. Eventually we're gonna have to play Urias. Like we got enough people we have to pay, so I don't want to bring in an unnecessary bet with a big price tag. But if you want to talk about an arm, right? Uh, you know, then we can talk. I mean, Nolan Arenado, though, I mean, you're talking about a guy who the accolades just keep coming for him. Like, he is one of the best players in baseball. Five-time All-Star, eight-time Gold Glove. Um, you know, he, he's he got a lot of things there that he's won. Defensive Player of the Year, he's won three times. Like, he's been the NL home run leader three times. Now, granted, Colorado, I get it. Um, right. But he, he is really, really, really good. Like, he's way better than Justin Turner, in my opinion. Well, it all depends. You know, it, it chemistry matters. And continuity also matters, especially if you're trying to repeat, as we are. And so, while I agree with you, maybe from an age and just straight-up skill perspective, mm-hmm. on paper, he looks like the better player. That doesn't mean he's going to be the better fit. I mean, they rally around Justin Turner. Mm-hmm. He had the he had the Rona, and they said, right. "Come on out and hang with us, brother." Right. So, right. you know it, that that counts for something. No, I get that, but I mean, Greg, if you had a shot at Nolan Arenado, would you take it? Yeah, I think he kind of got to. I mean, he's under thirty years old. He is he like you were saying. He may be one of the best defense play, defensive players in all of baseball. He won a platinum glove, I think, eight times in the eight years that he's been there. So no, I think it's like four or five times. Uh, whatever it is, he yeah. still won a platinum glove four or five times, which right. is the best player and defensive player in all of baseball. Right. So yes, I would love to have him, and he's got a great bat too. And look, Justin Turner is thirty, going to be thirty-five. Right. And You're and by the way, the end here. Arenado has one of those contracts that declines year over year. Even though he signed the big two hundred sixty million dollar deal, it's one of those that it's thirty-five uh, until I think he's like thirty-two, and then it starts to decrease after that. But so it actually are we, is are we entering friendly. though are we entering though this whole sort of you know Max Muncie versus Bryce Harper conversation where you, when you really peel back are you really getting that much more of a player based upon the price difference because I would say no mm. I would say considering what we know JT does in the postseason what he's accomplished in the postseason. What he accomplished defensively in the postseason and during the regular season is he is is Nolan really tens of million dollars more as a as worth it as a talent than Justin Turner? I would say no, not in terms of the dollars and and your return of investment. I would say yes. I think he's one of the best players in the sport. So, um, and Justin Turner is an excellent player. But I don't think he's one of the best players in the sport. Um, and again, you've got your kind of your moment here coming up where he's an unrestricted free agent. So you've got the opportunity to kind of cut ties with him. And you how know, much yes, is he making this year? How much is uh, Nolan? He was making, making nineteen. Twenty actually. So 20. he's twenty so he's a twenty million dollar man. Twenty million dollar player and Nolan Arenado's thirty five million this year. Coming up. No, no. So he's gonna be worth thirty five million dollars next Correct. season. Correct. Next season he's a thirty five million dollar player. And how much do we think that Justin's gonna fetch? Uh, I, don't third of that? Fetch, I don't think he's going to fetch 20, right? Yeah, I mean, like a third is, of that, right? Right. Maybe, probably like a, close to a third of that? Yeah. Yeah, 
give me JT at a third of the price mm. because I'm not getting a third of the player. All right, There's, let's open it he's up. He's not 60% better than Justin Turner. All right, let's Oof. open it up. 877-710-ESPN. Would you rather have Nolan Arenado uh, via trade uh, or Justin Turner uh, coming back at 35 years old? I mean, it's very, you know, it's a very simple question. Also, makes- coming up, Kyle Kuzma. Just when we thought we had got, had enough Kyle Kuzma conversations, Kuz has done something again. We'll tell you what Kuz has been up to in two minutes and 30 seconds. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Sit down on LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Don't forget, in the 5 o'clock hour, you have your chance to win one of those virtual keys as we give away a Mazda CX-5 Sport, brand new one, 2021, courtesy of our friend Sal Gonzalez and the folks at Culver City Mazda. So you got to be tuning in in the 5 o'clock hour. you got to be locked in because it's going to happen in any one of those commercial breaks. Uh, so you got to make sure you're locked in during the 5 o'clock hour. Um, so we were talking more about this during the break. We'll get to the Kuzma tweet here in a second. Um but, Greg, you seem to be on my side on this Nolan Arenado. If you can deal for Nolan Arenado, if you don't know what we're talking about, John Heyman of MLB Network believes that Nolan Arenado could be on the Dodgers' radar. And I think that you make that move. Justin Turner's a free agent. You thank him for his service. You move forward. He's going to be 36 years old next year. You got Nolan Arenado at 29, one of the best players in baseball. Yes, he makes. He just signed a big contract. Um, but I, I think that, when you get a chance to get one of those players like you did with like to me I look at him in the similar vein I look at, at Mookie Betts like you get a chance to get one of those kind of players you have to take the chance as long as it's cost effective for you from a um a prospect standpoint like if you believe that these prospects you can part with um make sense then I'm all in on that yeah I'm I'm actually am with you I, I Justin Turner, as much as I absolutely love him, he's a huge part of this team, and he took this team to a World Series. I, a lot is on him. He's 35 years old. Nolan Arenado's 29. He's the best player at his position. Uh, he's a great offensively. I just, he, he might be the best defensive player in the sport. Right. I, I just very difficult to say no to a guy like that if you can make it all work out. I mean, and he has a player option in 2022, so... He's probably going to opt out of that. Right, he may opt out. He may get more money in 2022. I'm just looking at it from the perspective of what do we need in order to feel good about our chances to repeat? Can we get both? And I don't think <laughs> and I don't think the first thing fans are going to say is a third baseman. I believe most fans will say pitching. Sure, I we agree need with that. pitching, maybe some more starting pitching. Pitching is what we need. So if the Dodgers are being at all, you know, conscious of how much money they're spending, the question really becomes, do we try to go after the best third baseman, maybe the best defensive player here and spend all our money here and then, you know, good luck with the arms? Or do we say, let's go out and make sure that we have arms? Okay, let, let's do this real quick. Who Who's going to be in the starting rotation next year for sure? Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw, right? Um, Julio Urias, Urias, right? We don't know. Craig? Yeah, yeah. Julio Urias would be we in more it. Than David likely. Price? More, most we likely. We assume, David but Price. we don't know. David Price. David Price. Dustin will be back May. next year. 
Tony Gonsolin. Um, I mean, we don't know. What's I, would ra- I would so, like so to add Tony Trevor Gosselin, Bauer too. So Tony Gosselin, no one was really big on in the postseason. Uh, right. Dustin May, but we all young. know. I, I understand he's young. But Dustin yeah. May was someone who was, you know, shaky at times, not quite sure what that's going to be. Let's be honest about mm-hmm. that. Urias, as great as he was in relief, we don't know if they're sold on him as a starter yet. We're still waiting to see how they how they feel about him that way. We know the story about Clayton Kershaw. We don't need to go into it. This was, let's talk truth, a 60-game mm-hmm. season. His arm was fresher. Next season, we got 100 more games added to that. May want to not use him as much until the postseason, mm-hmm. so we might need an arm for that. So my point mm-hmm. being is that we're trying to pretend as if the pitching thing is completely solved when we all know we were sweating bullets the entire run because of the pitching more than anything else. No, I, I agree with you, but I, can't we just do both? You're trading for one, and you're no, you're signing the other. No, I, I, my point is is that priorities, priorities. If we can get both, fine. But if the question is priorities, what we need to address first, I'm going to go with arms and not necessarily another everyday player like you know Nolan. Yeah, I, I think Who the I everyday like. player is more value. I think the everyday player is potentially more valuable in the regular season and maybe even in the postseason. Like I, I know that a hot pitcher can get you through uh, in the postseason. I get that, um, but I, I don't think like I just think that there th- there are questions. I'm not disputing that in in the starting staff, but I think the way they handle the starting staff now also kind of plays into that a little bit. Let's go to the phones here, Elsie. We have like four minutes uh, before we have to break. Let's yes, grab sir. Eduardo in Van Nuys. Eduardo. Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call. Hey, yo, yo. Yes, sir. Yeah, th- th- thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, I mean, I would take uh, Nolan and Otto over Justin Turner uh, any day of the week. I mean, just look at Mookie Betts. Um, he didn't really hit much in the playoffs, but his defense saved a tremendous amount of runs. I mean, if we get Nolan and Otto, man, that guy can catch anything back. So there. would you would you rather um, would you rather do that over prioritizing pitching, like LZ says? Um, yeah, I, I would. Um, I think, I mean, if we can add, you know, another arm or two um, for relieving, we're set. I mean, we can add, I, I would, it would be great. I Just come on over to my side. You're struggling. Just come over to my side. I can hear it in your no, voice. No, he's not. He wants Arenado. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but as soon as you brought up Pitchy, as soon as you said Pitchy, he went, eh, and then he started saying, it'd be great to have an arm or two. Right, but would you I mean, rather have an arm or two, or you have Arenado? I mean, it'd be nice to have the best of both worlds, but um, I'd right, Arenado yeah. over pitching any day of the week. Simple as that. Okay, there it is. Any huh? day of the week, Eduardo. Thank you very much. Ask Colorado. Ask Colorado how they feel about what you just said, because they Let's got go Nolan. They got Nolan. They don't have pitching. Yeah. Ask Colorado how they feel about that. <laughs> you guys Luke are crazy. Luke is in Ontario. <laughs> what, what's up, Luke? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? What's up, bro? Good, buddy. Hey, so first time I'm just going to say, say, George, disagree with you. LZ, agree with you. Uh, here's why. So, George, it, nothing matters in the regular season for the Dodgers. They're built for the playoffs. What matters if you win 10-3 to in the regular season or 15-3? to You might as well spend the money, go get Trevor Bauer, UCLA, bring him home. You just showed in the playoffs. It does not matter. If you can hit, if you can't match pitching, it doesn't matter. Bring him home. I, I get it, but you, you, they added Mookie Betts. They didn't add that. They, what did they add from a pitching perspective this year? They brought up guys from the farm, and they won the World Series. 
Oh, I understand that, but they they have more than enough offense. What the way they won these games? What what does it matter if they win by an extra? But my three point runs? is, you can have both. You know what I mean? Like you can have both, but uh, you really want to play the way they played every postseason this year? You might as well just get another pitcher and avoid a three-one hole. But are they actually going to use the pitcher? Let. But are they going to actually let the pitcher go six, seven innings? Like, I, I don't no, know. No, like, I don't think that's the way they do business yeah. anymore. Maybe you don't get Bauer. Maybe you just go get your all-star closer. Finally get a closer. No. Okay. Playing. That's, yeah, but they don't believe in that either. They don't believe in that either. Luke, thank you for the call. Greg, you wanted to weigh in because they don't believe in a closer, right? No, they don't believe in a closer. It's, they're not. They're going to go by closer by committee and just who is in the right situation at the right time. Because high leverage situations are not just in the ninth inning anymore. There's a high leverage situation in the sixth inning. But the two, there's two different conversations that are going on here. Nolan Arenado versus Justin Turner and hitting versus pitching are two totally separate conversations. I will take well, Trevor Bauer over Nolan Arenado to have the pitching over the hitting. But I'm taking Nolan Arenado over Justin Turner. Well, my point was that I would, to to the example that you pointed to, that if there is a consciousness about spending, I would rather spend the dollars on a pitcher or two and keep JT because I don't believe that the difference in the return of investment with Arenado versus JT is going to be great enough to validate it and you haven't addressed your pitching issue which we still do have. Yes, we won the World Series, but raise your hand if you don't think there's some concerns still with pitching. I'm not See, saying yeah. there's not, but I, I just think that you can do both. Like, this Dodger team, this isn't a small market team. Like, they've got money if they want to spend it. But, yeah, but my, whole premise, also- my whole premise is if they're being conscious of what they're spending. Well, they shouldn't be conscious anymore. They won the World Series. They want to keep winning them, you got to <laughs> spend. That's it. End of story for that. But we'll take more calls on it at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Mark Schlereth of Fox Sports, who does a phenomenal job covering the NFL, our old colleague from ESPN, is going to join us at 5.15. Don't forget, in the 5 o'clock hour, you get your chance to win a virtual key that could start that brand new 2021 Mazda CX-5 we're giving away this month. So, got to be listening every day in the 3 o'clock hour for the road trip destination during Mason and Ireland, and in the 5 o'clock hour for the queue to call each and every weekday. Uh, LZ, real quick. Uh, Tony LaRussa, DUI, um, he basically told the officer, do you know who I am? Basically, like he's like, I'm a Hall of Famer, bro. Um, Where does that one rank in the excuses you've seen from celebrities trying to get off uh, from a ticket or DUI or any of the sort? Man, that's got to be like top five, right? Yeah. Got to be. He threw in the Hall of Famer twice. I'm looking on this quote. Twice he threw a Hall of Fame at him. Like, so what, dude? You could have killed some people. Correct. 
Like, where, where, where in your mind of privilege do you think flashing your ring is going to get you off from a freaking DUI? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But um, I'm curious to see what the fallout is with this. I know Mason Ireland talked a lot about it today. Uh, next, we have uh, Monday Night Football. Uh, hey, man, listen, they're not dead yet, Cam Newton and the, uh, and the Pats. Although, good Lord, had they lost to the Jets, that would have been an indictment on poor Cam Newton. Um, I feel like Cam Newton is playing for his career. Is that fair to say? Um, no, I don't think he's playing for his career because I do believe most football people recognize that the Patriots roster hadn't really improved much with Tom Brady last year. You know, they still don't have a deep thread and some other things that, you know, you would want to see to help Cam out. But with that being said, this is an indictment so far on Bill Belichick. And I think more and more people are leaning towards, oh, maybe Tom was the system and it wasn't you after all. I I think Bill just kind of went all in, right? Because he had an old quarterback and you keep going all in and all in and all in. And eventually you got to pay the piper. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just kind of how it works. Um, What You Need to Know, brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Uh, We were also arguing during the break uh, about – we weren't just arguing about the Dodgers and Nolan Arenado and potentially adding him over Justin Turner? Or do you prioritize pitching? Uh, Because there's all these rumors out there about the Dodgers, but the Arenado stuff is out there from John Heyman and MLB Network. Um, So that spawned off a different conversation. It spawned off, would you prefer Nolan versus Justin Turner? Obviously, one is more of a value from a financial standpoint. And then the other conversation was, well, do you prioritize him, Arenado, if you're going to make a deal with the Rockies, or do you go after more pitching? So a lot of people have been chiming in at 877-710-ESPN and on Twitter as well, at Sedano for me, at LZ Granderson for LZ. But the other thing, uh, before we get to the football topic too, is, (laughs) well, two things. One was about the Lakers and Coos, but the other thing was we had this discussion during the break, and it kind of became a little bit of a uh, debate as well. Since it is Taco Tuesday, we somehow got into the discussion of flour versus corn tortilla. And Greg and Laura, I thought, were going to throw blows at one point. Uh, I thought they were going to throw things at each other. Um, It felt like it was very, very visceral. Um, Greg, explain to people what it is that you said that uh, triggered Laura. Just that I like flour tortillas better than corn tortillas. I don't think that's a bad thing. I I know I'm going to be on the the wrong side of this one. Flour tortilla is a better tortilla. They have the small ones. You don't need to go with the big ones. Okay. Do you do you like smear like mint chocolate inside of it too? <laughs> oh, that would be so gross. Well, actually, think about it. Hey, oh, uh, <laughs> first of all, Greg, tacos with flour tortillas? No, that's a burrito. That's it a is a burrito. Okay, it that's a burrito. burrito. Yeah, it is a Some burrito. burrito. Yeah. Let's get it right. The corn ones are for tacos, right? And then See? the flour ones are for burritos. Mm-hmm. Look, Even I know that. Here's the problem with corn tortillas, all right? When tortillas. you when you take a corn tortilla t- tortillas, I sorry, I can't do it right now. But if you when you when you close it, the bottom breaks and then everything comes out the bottom of it. So you have to use two tortillas. So you want it's a burrito. Just, you don't no. even want a taco. That's a lot. That you're putting well, then too much. Why don't you much. get the hard shell taco? Get a hard shell taco if you hard want. Shell hard shell taco. What the hell? Hard shell. What's wrong that. with you? No, no hard shell. I'm Ew. just saying it's the same deal. Like you're, they're gonna break. I just, I'm, give me the soft. You're saying that corn tortillas tortilla. break too much for you. Oh yeah, they break and then they're like kind of grainy too. I mean, they're fine, but if I have to choose, I'm going flour. That's a burrito. Oh, that's just... all right. We need people to weigh in on this. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. 
Someone we need, take we my need, side once. We need people to, to to put Greg in his place. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Um, so, LZ, you and I yesterday were talking about Brian Windhorst on his podcast saying that Kyle Kuzma um, is expecting a sizable deal uh, from the Los Angeles Lakers, right? And mm-hmm. we kind of debated the merits of that and whatnot, and the people were talking to us about it and whatever. Um, well, this afternoon, Kyle Kuzma just put out a tweet that said, <laughs> now, I'm assuming that has to do with the report. Maybe he was listening to us and everyone else talk about the fact that we sizable deal is probably not what he's going to get from the Lakers. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, we're going to have Brian on at 630 so we can ask him about it. Um, but I think that He's doing that passive-aggressive thing that people like LeBron can get away with, but when you're Kyle Kuzma, I don't feel like you can do that. Like, I I looked at the responses, the mentions on his Twitter when he'd said that, and it was a lot of Laker fans being like, sorry, bro, ain't going to pay you that what you want, you know? And it was just, I felt bad for him, but I also feel like he doesn't get what his worth is to this particular team and what it could do for his future moving forward. You know, he's he's an enigma for a lot of reasons. Um, one, he was found money for the Lakers to start off with. So Correct. he came in with a nice honeymoon for a season and a half, right? Mm. Because it was always about Zoe. It was about the development of Brandon Ingram and – it looked as if Kuz was ahead of both of those guys, even though he's drafted much lower. So he had a lot of grace because of that. But when it became money time, pun intended, and then it was about Anthony Davis, LeBron James, we trying to win a chip, all of a sudden the guy who we thought could be a good third scorer was giving us a lot of inconsistent offensive performances. And he's got to figure out what's more important to him. Continuing to be a contributing factor to this championship team or going back to a situation where he can get more touches and more shots and he can score more points and maybe make more money even if it doesn't come with a championship. Because, George, there's only been two players in that draft that have scored more points than him since then. And that's Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum. And those are two franchise cornerstone all-star players. And then there's Kuz. So he has some reason to have his chest out a little bit in terms of expecting money. The problem for him is we're not that team. Right. <laughs> we're a championship team. Right. So we're just different, dog. It just is what it is. Right. You ain't worth the money you think you're going to get. Right. Right. Um, let me ask you a question. Let's look at that draft real quick before we get into the football conversation, before Mark Schlereth joins us. Okay. Um, do you think he – I mean, he's definitely not a better player than Jason Tatum. That's fair, right? Right. Right. Um. I'm looking down. The, definitely at, not a better player than Donovan Mitchell, right? Right. Not a definitely better not a better player than Bam Adebayo, right? Right. Um, do you think he's better than Jared Allen of the Brooklyn Nets? Uh, different positions, I understand Different, different positions. You skipped over John Collins. Is he better than John Collins? Um, I'm not a huge John Collins guy, but you're right. I did skip over him. That's probably um, was me being subjective there. Um, <laughs> I don't think he. I think he's a better player than John Collins. Yes, I don't. I don't think okay. he's a better player than John Collins. But 
No, no, uh, I'm saying I think that Kyle Kuzma is a better player than than John Collins. And I think John Collins is the better player. Oh, you player. think John Collins is better yeah. than Kuzma. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Um, OG Ananobi. He was pretty good where he was at. I mean, OG Ananobi is a way better defensive player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good shooter. He's a perfect role player. Like, if the yeah. Lakers had OG Ananobi instead of Kuz, they might even be better. Yeah. Even though yeah. Kuz is a more skilled player offensively. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there are guys, right, you know, yeah, in this but, draft that are better than him. Derek White from San Antonio, would you rather have Derek White? Um, I'm cool with Kuz. Right, but it's it's at least you have to think about it for a second, don't you? Have to you? think about it for a second. Real talk, <laughs> like, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful at all. Right. I'm not sure if he's a better player than Josh Hart. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Right. You, I, I mean, you know, it's like Josh... You know what Josh does with his body and defensively oh, and, I miss and Fox. rebounds. Yeah, he's not better than De'Aaron Fox either. Right, he's not better than De'Aaron Fox either. Yeah. But so, the question, but the question, of course, goes back to, you know, how accurate is this report? What price point is Kuz really thinking about? Mm-hmm. And are the Lakers just more interested in guys who are just, you know, veterans and more established? And their skill set than Kuz, who, in my opinion, is still developing and trying to figure out who he is on the offensive side of the ball. Right. Um, we're going to take some calls here in a second, but Mark Schlereth is going to join us, uh, and we're going to talk football with him at 5.15. Mark Schlereth did the Raiders-Chargers game for Fox Sports uh, with Joe Davis, the Dodgers play-by-play guy, and, of course, he works for Fox Sports as well. And let me tell you, we've spent a lot of time recently talking about the Raiders and how they deserve respect, LZ. Mm-hmm. Very few people know football the way Mark knows. And here's what Mark said in the postgame of that game about the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders find a way to hang on and have now won back-to-back games, 5-3 and three overall. What can this team do? What is the ceiling for Las Vegas? Well, I think, you know, one, number one, you look at this Raiders team and they have got a competent quarterback who controls things at the line of scrimmage. They are so physical and they are built for the playoffs. This is a playoff team. There's no question in my mind simply because of the way they can dominate the line of scrimmage and that plays well come uh, December and January when it's playoff time. What concerns you about them if you're looking at them making a deep run potentially? Well, I think I think defensively, the talent on the defensive side still has to increase. I think the pass rush, which you saw come alive today, that's been a weakness so far this season. So they've got to continue to work and continue to progress there. But the bottom line is when you control the line of scrimmage and you bully people like they did today, you got a chance to win a lot of football games. Five and three with this 31-26 win. All right, that's enough, Laura. That's fine. Um, he thinks they're a playoff team, LZ. Um, they are in the, the thick of it. I don't think there's any question about that. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, as we talked about yesterday, that signature win against a, you know, Chiefs squad that has yet to lose any other game, that's something you can build on. And they have built on it. Now, I know I clown the, the Raiders a lot because of John Gruden and his Grudenisms and things of that nature, and I'm still not quite sure what to make of Derek Carr. I'm just going to be real with you. But um, to Mark's point, they control the line of scrimmage, which explains why their running game is so dominant. Um, their defense obviously is pretty damn good because you can't beat the Chiefs without a good defense or an outstanding offense. And the offense isn't outstanding, but the defense is good enough to keep them in games every game. Right. Um, I need to look at the rest of the season schedule. Um, to see what else is left before I declare them 
a definitive uh, postseason team. Mm-hmm. But I will say that start right now has surprised me. There's yeah. no doubt about it. There's no doubt. No doubt. Let me grab uh, – who, who? Let's. we have a lot of calls. We have full board. Hang with us because we're going to get to you eventually. I know we got to talk to Schlereth here in a minute. But let me talk to Byron real quick in Torrance. He wants to talk about the tortillas because I know people want to talk tortillas and Dodgers and coups. But let me start with tortillas. Byron, go. Hey, George, how you doing? Um, because of the fact I have high blood, I have to go to corn tortillas because corn tortillas only have like 20 milligrams of sodium with flowers up in the hundreds. Right. Hundreds. Yes. Look at the label, Elsie. Look at the label. And number two, if Greg is complaining about hard tacos, tell him he's cooking the tortillas too long. Yeah, exactly. Thank exactly. you, Byron. Appreciate right. it. No problem. Let, Bye. Take care. Be good. Let me grab Jesse in San Fernando. Jesse he wants to talk Dodgers, but I don't know if he has a, an opinion on the taco stuff either. But Yeah, of course I got an opinion on the tacos. Uh, Bergman, you're crazy, man. You have to get a homemade uh, corn tortilla on a street taco vendor. That's the way to go. If the lady's not making it uh, fresh, it's not good tacos. Um, and then on the case of the Dodgers, we got a – I think – you can have both. You can have uh, JT sign him and then uh, wait for Arenado to opt out because you know he's going to opt out. And then JT turns into our new David Free, that that bent, uh, that bat off the bench and that veteran presence that we thoroughly need. All right, so you say you wait. Wait a year, basically, is what you're saying. All right, man, appreciate it, Jesse. Be safe. Take care. All right, so Mark Schlereth is going to join us. We'll talk Raiders, Rams, Chargers, and go around the NFL with him. Don't forget this hour. You can win the virtual key that may start that – Brand new 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport. Don't go anywhere. you got to tune in this hour. It can happen in any commercial break. Mark Schlereth joins us in two minutes.